to 5 Blossom Radio with your host, Denise Richard. 5 Blossom Empowerment is based on an unusual model for growth, combining elements of the arts, health, and spirituality. Now, here is Denise Richard. So welcoming my viewers today, my listeners, sorry, uh, to 5 Blossom Radio. A warm welcome again, and we open our discussion uh, with a hot topic, and the topic is recycling. Uh, as we face the issue of climate change and the concerns become more obvious to us, uh, for those who are looking for inspiration or to find a way that may be unique for themselves, uh, we're going to support your needs here with today's guests, Ryan Murray and Alyssa Kempel from Color Your Life Recycling. So Ryan and Alyssa, please uh, welcome to both of you and uh, introduce yourselves. Uh, thank you very much, Denise. Um, you know, we're, uh, we're a young family and we are just no different than, than yourself and, and all the listeners. And we just, uh, just a small family looking to make a difference in, in a powerful way. Yeah, uh, I think that being such a young family, we really wanted to impact as many things as we could while not taking away from our children. Um, so I think that that's what we're trying to do with our company, with the recycling aspect, you know, the the caring aspect, the giving aspect. Um, so we're really a threefold process, just trying to put the word out. So you're a young family, you have two small children, you have a lot going on. Uh, Ryan, you work full-time, and you have this new family, and you have uh, this uh, recycling business or this recycling uh, work that you do. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, where the idea first came to you about building this recycling relationship with the world? Yeah, you know what, actually... Uh, being as busy as I am, I, I like to, obviously, family time and balance is important. And we like to go out and uh, go out to a, a restaurant here and there, family restaurants, of course. And, you know, this idea sprung after, you know, we like to go out into the woods and, and do different things. And just seeing the uh, the slow trickle and, and the snowball effect of uh, things that are happening in the environment, like littering and pollution and, you know, uh, daily waste. We were out at a restaurant and we had uh, just noticed uh, crayons being tossed into the garbage, and we we thought that we should act on something like that. And you know, the busier we are, the more we can make a difference. So instead of talking about it, we figured we'd put words to action. And we did a little bit of research into where those crayons are going, and it was always into the garbage, and then they end up in landfills where they stay for hundreds of years, and. We, we really wanted to bring that percentage down a little bit. It's up to 75,000 tons. Um, oh, my. That's a lot of crayons. A year. Yeah, mm. so we really wanted to bring that percent down. And, you know, that's that's the first step. After having kids and realizing they get a fresh pack every time, then they yeah, go into the garbage, yeah, you know. So we, That's we where wanna, the idea came from. Right, right. So here you're watching all this go into the landfill, and then you get this this brilliant idea that maybe I can make an impact or a difference here. So you take a look, you see that all this is happening before you. What was your next step? Uh, after the research, we kind of put together a little bit of a plan of how we were going to go about it. 
Yeah, like for example, uh, I have uh, some experience in the, the restaurant industry uh, for over seven plus years. So I've already had the idea of how much crayon waste got uh, disposed of in, in, in maybe not the proper way uh, uh, over the years that I've worked in that. So our next step was to actually go around to restaurants and just ask, you know, hey, do you have recycling programs uh, set in place for these uh, these uh, crafty little items that you just throw in the garbage and uh, mm-hmm. times out of the 10 was no we don't we just throw them out so they were actually uh, excited to kind of have us approach them and, and implement recycling programs for them because it saves them from having to throw the waste right so you here you are then with this great idea and then what 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 did you do did you how did you start you know the collection and how did you start working as a group did did, did you look for volunteers or how did that happen well, you know, we've actually, we've kept it to just Alyssa and I putting in, in the, the work and the effort and the young man actually. Uh, but yeah, what we do is we actually go around with um, buckets and, and we set up these uh, buckets in, in these restaurants and Perfect. the restaurants, what they do is they set them at their serving stations. So they, instead of throwing them out in the garbage, they salvage the ones that can be salvaged uh, and they put them in these buckets. So we go around and we collect these buckets on our on, on my days off and and when we have opportunity to uh, and then we actually break the crayons down ourselves um, in between obviously like balance is important with family but right. we, we break them down and we turn them into our own product so uh, we do pretty much uh, everything ourselves uh, more or less and keep us busy and keeps us involved and I think that's how we feel the best result. So you mel- do you melt them down yourself? Yes, yes, we we uh, we melt them down ourselves, and and we've made our own molding. Um, That's too great. Yeah, we've made our own molding. We've uh, we melt down all the crayons and we break them down off the labels um, because, as you know, that our 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 finished product, the remade crayons, are actually paper. Are they're wrapperless? So it's right. the next step in trying to reduce the uh, environmental waste right. and everything like that. And so then you have this this new product, and then what do you do with it? Uh, so with the new product, actually, uh, we have uh, packs of seven crayons, recycled crayons. We have one unique crayon to every pack, and then we have color. We have the rest of the colors that we generally have. Um, it, it sometimes does change up. I know we have uh, purple, yellow. Green. Purple, yellow, green, blue, red, orange, and then our unique color um, for each pack. They are $3 a pack, and a portion from each goes towards mental health initiatives. And um, looking into further further recycling. research into future endeavors, which we'll get into a little more a little bit later. But mm-hmm. um yeah, so after they're packaged, we have a little label we slap on the bottom of them, just a warning, and then they're ready for purchase or donation. Wow, how, how fun is that? So, okay, so tell me a little bit about how people respond when you tell them that this, is, this, was, this was your idea and this is what you've been doing. How do they respond? Like, what, what do you normally get as a response? <laughs> you know what, I'm glad you asked that. Because uh, truthfully, there's only one re- response that we've had lately, and it's I can sum it up in three letters, and it's, wow, it's it's I I I feel I almost get goosebumps just explaining it to you, and I'm that's why I'm so glad you asked, is because 
um, you know, putting our heart, heart and soul into this to see the reaction that we get from people to, to just say, wow, well, you know, how can I either be involved or, or how can I support such a good cause? And, yeah. and then it just, you know, it almost gets us to go back to the drawing board and think, well, how can we involve more people and, and to grow and to become all all falling under the same same genuine ideas to, to make a difference in our own home, the earth mm-hmm. that we live in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this has made an impact on your life. Can you talk a bit about how that's impacted you to be doing this kind of work? Absolutely, actually. Um, to imp- Like the way that it impacts us, especially as a family, I mean, um, the involvement that we have with not only the community, but with the, the earth, like I said, our home that we live in, it's, it's nice to kind of set that that future idea for our children as well and and not to mention to set that up for our children so I've I think it has a great positive impact on us as a family and even us as individuals we've spoken about it and, and truthfully there's nothing more rewarding than knowing that you're setting up your future for your children yeah and it doesn't necessarily um, have to be anything different than where they're always going to be living and that's the earth so taking on this kind of initiative, has it changed your life in any way? Have you noticed that certain things have, have changed, uh, clearly changed for you? Uh, yeah, I'm getting a little less sleep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can definitely say that. Uh, we try and, like I said, everybody knows balance is very important. So we still try and um, utilize our business efforts at home during um appropriate times so that we can still have our family involvement so it's taken a little bit to work with to to kind of find that rhythm um to maintain the balance of family work and our own business so Mm -hmm. uh, we're definitely learning as a young family we've got lots to learn and and we are excited to keep learning (laughs) we don't think we'll ever stop learning yeah so you you've taken on the initiative of creating a business that's uh related to a lot of the hot topics today which are you know climate change and uh, global warming and the issue of green or green business can you tell us a little bit about uh, that part of of the uh, change that it's brought you into Uh, so I think for us the idea of a green business is kind of reducing that carbon footprint as like your first step Carbon in any kind of like any kind of damage to the environment. Yeah, so well, it whether it's solar panels or you know you're making sure that you're recycling all your papers or your cardboard's getting recycled properly or oil your lunch containers. Yeah, I don't know a lot about oil, but um, yeah, and then also the aspect of making sure that your employees are taken care of, their well-being is being monitored and you're making sure that they aren't too stressed out. Whether you're heavily involved in that or you have people that are looking out for things like that, I think to us that's what green, so to say, would mean. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know for us especially, taking the time to be like, okay, now is business time. But and then just realizing, okay, now we need to spend some time with our family. Yeah, yeah. Being able to stay grounded in the balance so that you're not taking away from the care envelope that your family also needs. Yeah. So paying attention to the to the relationship, to the work, and paying attention to the relationship towards each other and the relationship with family and community. That's a that's a 
that's a lot of awareness. Is there anything in particular that you can say that you've had to consider really, uh, you know, pay attention to and make some, you know, clear decisions about in, in terms of holding a greener relationship to your, to all this? Um, yeah, it's, it's actually, truthfully, it's to just keep, keep looking into new ideas and to keep looking into uh, ways that we can improve and that's just and, and that's just it is is the further you get to and the the further reach that you have not only impacting the community but in, in the the green aspect of it is to just keep finding new ways that you can implement recycling programs and stay true to the our core values right and right. that's making a difference so you've talked about the the crayons and um, can you just give us an idea for those listeners who are interested uh how would they get a hold of a pack of crayons how would they connect with you and um you know purchase a pack so that they can make a donation you know what that's awesome i'm glad you asked because if uh there's there's two ways at at any given point you can always shoot us an email and and send us an email and and whether you have a question concern you're just looking at how you can get involved uh, you can email us at info at colouryourlifecrayons.com and if you wanted to reach out to us or visit our website uh, you can always visit our website at www.colouryourlifecrayons.com and that's color with a U Um, so what you can do there is you can visit our Make a Difference page and you can really see uh, you can order from our Make a Difference page and you can see the length of, of each purchase that you make and, and the length that it goes in, in making a difference in the world that we live in and, and the community as well. So that that's that's great. So people can engage with the, pro, with the program that you're involved in. You've also mentioned to me in our little talk as we were setting up that you have also a relationship to service and to... Uh, the the idea of recycling in other ways. Can you talk a little bit about the other, uh, like you talked about taking these crayons and uh, sending them to the third world. Uh, you've talked about uh, your your thoughts around recycling of food, for instance. Uh, you've talked also about your thoughts around recycling, uh, around uh, helping, um, you know, pick up garbage and stuff. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So the the donation part of it, that is already on our website. Um, visit our Make a Difference page. You can either purchase a box for yourself or you can donate a box to our, uh, we call it a crate program. So we are... Uh, gathering a hundred boxes donated so that we can then send them to us North Africa. Uh, well, right now what we do is we, do, we directly are involved with a group called develop Africa who will look over 50 different schools in Africa, always revolving. So whatever at the time when we reach our crate, which you can monitor on our make a difference page, it'll show you how many are left to reach that hundred. And it, it just shows you a, a, a tally that's updated within 24 up to 48 hours. And, and you can really just see that um, actually it, it's a revolving. So there's no guarantee whether it's going uh, to, you know, to Sierra Leone and South Africa or, or wherever it ends up being. It, it ends up just going to multiple different places. And, and you can always uh, ask that as well. Uh, we can find that answer out for you of where it's going. Um, what I also, also I was talking to you about, Denise, I remember that put a smile on your face was the... Uh, 
you know, reaching out and and trying to raise crates to the um, to the indigenous society um, and trying to find out on on where there might be in certain schools lack of funding uh, and children in need, not just in third world countries, but even in our our in own our communities. Own. Yeah, exactly. So, there, so looking a little closer to people here who might need that same service. Absolutely. And, you know, we're always willing to take in um, new suggestions. If, if you or anybody, any of the listeners know of a, of a school in need uh, of, of support, and, and I know it's as simple as crayons, but it puts a smile on their face and, and allows them to have their own personalized box. We'd love to hear about it. Uh, we'd love to be able to raise a crate for another uh, school with children in need that don't have the funding for it. So this is really exciting for me to listen to, because if I ask you, Let's say that you take an honest look at how much time it would take for you to put together 100 boxes of crayons. How much time would that be for you, um, uh, approximately, off the top of your head? (laughs) Days, a couple of days, yeah. Okay, a little bit at a time and a day, a number of days. Yeah. Okay, so you take your own personal uh, time and you share that together. You put together these crayons, all that care is then sent out to a community and you get to give something that's very, very, very special. You get to give your very love and your concern for the welfare of others. And you also get to give the initiative of helping and opening people to the idea that it doesn't take a lot of time, really. It's a little bit over a period of time. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. It, yeah. it is over a period of time. Yeah, and I could imagine that given that you're just putting little packets together, it's not a hard job to do. No, it's not a hard job. It's it's more, more or less time consuming. And as you've, yeah, you've got to, we, we're always trying to find ways that we can reduce our efforts and time into it. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's where maybe volunteers might come in at times. In, uh, can, can you see that in the future? Is that part of it, that you might, if, if it gets to be a bigger initiative, Absolutely. that you might need to have help from others? Yeah. That's just it, and, and we actually, we look forward to that. Um, that that's, that's growth. Yes. With, with more growth comes more recycling, which means more of a, an, an environmental impact in a positive way. Right, so you're just at the preliminary stages of setting up the groove, setting up the, you know, the, the relationships so that that initiative can grow if the community or people want it. It's really, really, really amazing for me to, to see that you've taken time to just follow the, the natural flow, the natural impulse towards caring for yourself, caring for others and helping your communities um, you know, line up in care. So I'd like to talk a little bit about that because caring, uh, creating a climate of care is what Five Blossom Gatherings is about. It's about the relationship to yourself, the relationship to your family, the relationship to your community, and your relationship to your nation and the relationship on a global level. And I can see how many people want to make an impact, uh, but it's overwhelming. It's daunting to consider how much information we get on a daily basis that tells us that things are not okay. So I'd like for you to take a moment and speak to uh, how does it feel for us, for a young family uh, to be telling, telling others right now 
uh, about the fact that this is what you did. This is you're helping us be inspired to making a difference, even if it's just a little bit at a time. Can you talk a little bit about that? Actually, you know what? Yeah, that's that's a great question. And you know what? I think coming from a young family, I feel like the reason it's so powerful is because it's truthfully us who are going to have to make the difference in our our age category, our being in in being a young family. This is the age that we need to be at to make that difference to to reduce the amount of of catastrophe that could happen to the environment, right? So, yeah. I, I really feel like if anything, it's the greatest possible. Um, I f- it's the greatest possible feeling because if if at our age um, we can implement something like that, it just goes to show that people that are our age who are still uh, discovering what they want to do and and what they want to do moving forward in life, they can look at oh well you know I'm young these people are young maybe we can even make a um, make be a role model in that sense to help young individuals make that right decision that it doesn't always have to be in a you know um, somebody a lot older to make those those wise decisions for recycling and with that I think it's all about the awareness the point that Ryan was just making there is you you just start just do it get out there and come up with something even if you think it's silly in the moment people just need to be aware of these things and as simple as recycling crayons right so Mm -hmm. exactly Exactly. What I like about what you've done and what inspired me to, to, you know, to consider talking about this on a bigger level is the fact that it starts with an idea and it starts with an action and it starts with uh, a motivation. Uh, so if you take a moment and look at how would you describe what motivates you in this process? What's your motivation? How would you describe that to our listeners today? Actually, it. It's, I'm, I'm, you're asking a lot of really good questions and I really like it. It's, um, you know, it, it's, it's even our children. It's, you know, leaving our, our, leaving what we can leave over for our children, you know, before it deteriorates and demolishes. And that's the world. That's the earth that we live in. It's our home. And I know every, uh, you know, whether you live in a house, apartment, a condo or, or a boat in the ocean, you're still a part of this earth. And, and that is our true home. So to be able to to kind of to to take care of those little you know cracks in the the foundation of our earth and different little things that are needing to just be reduced as far as the the the, the um kind of the the problematic situations for our environment that are occurring that whatever we can do to prevent it to leave for our children and and other people who are going to be growing and walking in our footsteps and and later when we're no longer around right that's that's the greatest and the most powerful feeling as well as because we we're not just the recycling i think showing them that to have compassion for other people i think teaching them that at a young age and with the recycling and teaching them how to um, show compassion for anybody, doesn't matter who you are, just show compassion to that person. You know, I think that's also what we're trying to implement in them. And it, it always comes back to our children. The main reason we did this was because of our kids. Yeah. So it's amazing how kids wake you up to the realization that you want to pass down something that's of value. And if the world is looking upon you and you get this feeling that, okay, it's it's not looking so bright out there, uh, it impacts you to give 
and to consider others. And then all of a sudden the world doesn't look so dark. So there's a, there's a, there's a way that it reverses the effects of what we consider climate change by doing something that's inspiring, that's doing something that's really caring. There's something that holds us into uh, a deep value that actually comes through our ancestors. If we're here today, it's because there are people who cared for us. If we're here today, it's because somebody had the forethought of putting it into a practice or into a way of expression that actually serves a greater a greater purpose. So That's a very good point, yes. I, I love that uh, you've taken the time to work a little bit at a, at uh, sharing with us uh, your 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 journey so far. We have only a few minutes left before we take our little break. What I'd like you to do is take a moment and again. Uh, if you can go through uh, telling people how they can get a hold of you and talk just for one minute about uh, what would be the easiest thing. If you wanted to have uh, any support around what you're doing, consider asking for that too. Yeah, okay, thank you. And, and you know what? Uh, truthfully, the best way to reach out, uh, if you do have Facebook as well, uh, we have a Color Your Life uh, recycling Facebook page. You can always uh, follow us and like our page up there. Uh, stay tuned for any news stories or any updates there. There's always uh, um, frequent updates. And then again, www.colouryourlifecrayons.com. That's color spelt C-O-L-O-U-R. So it's www.colouryourlifecrayons.com. Um, again, uh, we're on Instagram. Um, we're on. It's Color Your Life Crayons. On Instagram. Yep, and and any kind of social media, you can look us up and you can find us, uh, and you can reach out, and we're always updating with uh, with updated thread. Thank you so much. Our social medias are also linked on our website. That's okay. the easiest way to find everything. Perfect. So I'm also uh, for byblossomgatherings.com. It's a th- we have a new program that's going to be opening up, and it's about support in how to open that envelope of care on all levels. We have five different ways to highlight uh, a climate, uh, creating a climate of care, really for yourself and your family and your community. So I uh, invite you to uh, visit fiveblossomgatherings.com and we're going to take a break and we'll come back in a moment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Five Blossom Gatherings is the website and program from Denise Richard. By visiting fiveblossomgatherings.com, you'll find out more about Denise's professional Tai Chi and Qigong services. Explore her website and view works of art and much more. You can book healing and counseling sessions with Denise. She works with clients who have health interests and concerns. Her programs include knowing your whole body, self-care for your health, and inspiring wholeness. Visit fiveblossomgatherings.com today. We hear just be you a lot these days. But who are you? What is an authentic life? The answer to these questions and more will be answered on The Authentic Living Show, hosted by Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of today's spiritual, psychological experts and will provide her own wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your I am. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. 
Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are listening to 5 Blossom Radio. Connect with the program today by calling in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to 5BlossomGatherings at gmail.com. Now, back to 5 Blossom Radio. I'm welcoming you back. This is Denise Richard of 5 Blossom Radio, and we have our guests here, Ryan Murray and Alyssa Kempfel of Color Your Life Recycling. So we're speaking with them today about an initiative that they created, a simple initiative of recycling crayons from restaurants. Uh, Ryan, do you want to take a, a recap on that and tell, tell our listeners a bit about just in one, one moment? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what, what we do as a, as a small family is um, just implement recycling programs. And our first recycling program that we've uh, came up with is just recycling crayons from restaurants, daycares, anywhere applicable that don't have them and uh, reduce the environmental uh, impact actually in, in um, landfills. Thank you. Thank you. So we're talking really about service um, on many levels. And when I consider uh, the idea of recycling at all, it is a service. We all are now participating. Communities are have taken initiatives to uh, implement uh, recycling programs on a large scale. And since your family is involved in service, can you tell us a little bit about uh, your personal experience with service, Ryan, you've been in service doing things for the community for how long? Like, can you tell us a bit about your, your, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've been, uh, a, a little bit involved in the community, I guess you can say, uh, no traveling community, I guess. Um, it's been over a decade, uh, in service actually. So a, I feel like there's no better rewarding feeling, whether you're make, doing the service to the environment um, or whether you're doing a service in the community. Um, either way, by giving back, it, I feel like there's a there's only a, there's only so much you can do for yourself before you're really just overdoing it. You know, obviously you have to look at yourself in a respectable way, but you know, there's so many more areas of of need in the world, and and when you look at needs and wants and you kind of lay those out, you can you can really differentiate the two if you can really take the time to look at that. So doing a service kind of allows me to see what I necessarily need, and it allows me to help to differentiate the two because... Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that you, you, you've you touched a, a number of areas that service is a need, and uh, I, can, I can understand that. Is there, is there a moment or was there anything in your... Uh, in your experience over these last over this last decade, that has 
that comes to memory about service that was really a wow moment for you? Uh, you know what? Yes, actually. Um, I've grown into this level of service, but instead of going out and finding necessarily programs that um, support, you know, the homeless community and, and things like that and the mental health community, what I have done to, I've gotten to a level now where, um, you know, from time and time again, we we actually just take our own leftovers that we have instead of throwing them out and we, we bring them down to the homeless community in certain areas that, that we know and, and you know, we try and help out in ways that we can, stuff that we don't need ourselves um, without, you know, necessarily um, making posts about it or doing anything like that. We just like to, to go out and do that on our own time and, and try and help the community. So I feel like that is definitely, uh, you know, going down and seeing where they li- uh, where some people live and, and some, some really good people that I, I've met down there um, in their certain areas that they, they live in. And, and I feel like that's the best um, empowerment that I've had as far as uh, self of or uh, of of uh, self gratitude and, and and it just it, it brings me so much happiness to do those things. Lovely. And, and Alyssa, is there anything that you can say or that you uh, you've been in service to? I'm, I I we had this conversation and you've told me that um, it, it, you know you're growing into that yourself, which is wonderful to hear. Can you speak a bit about it? Yeah, definitely not as long as Ryan, but I think the awareness is a huge part for me because even with these people we're speaking of, they, they're going through hard times and hard situations and us being not really aware of that previously, it's nice to see them reach out and be like, hey, you know, this is happening. We just want you to know. So for that, for me, is like the awareness of something to that level is is what I'm really grateful for it at this current moment in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard for me to go out and do those things. I'm a stay-at-home mom, have been for a while now. Um, so Ryan's always the one who comes home and he's like, oh, this was such an awesome experience. And that's the awareness part for me, mm-hmm. um, which I'm really grateful for Ryan to do that kind of thing and he's, he's such a great human being mm-hmm. so for him to be doing that showing the care and the compassion for people he doesn't have to right mm-hmm. but he does and and that makes me aware of these things which is so he you you kind of get the the, the understanding that without your grounding without your holding the bigger envelope for the family like you're the one who receives the transmission from him of how important and how the impact is yeah. Exactly. Uh, how deep the impact is. Exactly. And that's not even an area that we're really focusing on right now, but it's making us aware to maybe that is something we should focus on. That, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. But it also brings up the, the importance of how at certain times in our lives, uh, we want to be out there doing things, but it may not be the right thing. Like you need to be at home doing things in a way to hold it together. And that's a big part of keeping it all together is knowing where we need to be at what time, right, in our lives. So I appreciate that you're talking about a sensitive matter for women and men too, uh, where homesteading is a big part of the value of being able to care for others as being able to take care of ourselves. So I'd like to bring up the question of take take a moment and consider what I've just said and uh, the impact of a 
change of life where you're now a family, the impact of opening up a business uh, that involves recycling and also for caring for community. Uh, what would you say if you to our listeners uh, about uh, how do you keep it together? How do you manage all that? What would be the what's inspired you? Well, you know what? The best possible advice I could assure you would be a pen and paper. If you, if you okay, if you tell break, us about the pen and paper, Ryan. If you break down your day uh, and you and you really you almost like virtually lay out your day and you end up saying, okay, well, I have the, usually this amount of time. Nuts. It's a, it's to micromanage, but in a, in a certain area where you're not feeling like you're going through a work day. Um, it kind of all blends in together, but you've got to give yourself time of what you like to do, obviously with family. Um, you know, when we do those things that we do, we generally wait until our children are in bed and then I usually go down there or one of us will and it allows us um, it allows us to still take part in our own family, and it's it's all about the balance. So um, yeah. everything can be worked at. Great things can be worked at in small footsteps. Thank so you. a little bit each day, a little bit while we're spending time together. Just Alyssa and I in the evening when our children are sleeping. Um, sometimes we're just sitting at the k- kitchen table peeling crayons but we're laughing we're we're sitting there <laughs> about our day while doing it and you know what we're spending time and we're working on it uh, at the right time in the right place so exactly. a pen and paper goes a long way to plan out days plan your day before you get there yeah and I think that that's a great point Ryan said about laughing and talking about our day is we, we genuinely enjoy what we do uh, it, it's it's just such a great feeling and you just really have to enjoy the little moments too, right? So sitting and peeling crayons, no, it's not fun, but we get to talk about our day, right? It's just the two of us. That's when we take the time for ourselves. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's just really about enjoying it. Right, right. Have you considered initiatives where um, others come in to help you at all? Like I mean, we talked, you mentioned that right now there isn't anything going on like that, but if... Uh, you were to consider uh, care from others. Uh, I'd like to open that up a little bit. Uh, have you thought about anything like that in terms of what you're doing? Well, you know, once we get f- uh, faced with that uh, occurrence, I feel like that'll allow us to evaluate that that section of it. Um, I We've had a few people um, who have been in the... Uh, areas of you know school still that are have offered to volunteer their time and their knowledge that they've learned in their schooling um, with without obviously receiving any kind of compensation in return so they're just obviously good people who want to just do good things like like us um, we feel like right now uh, until we hear about how people want to make a difference uh, we can implement ways I feel like we're just kind of like a a place where people who are just like ourselves who want to make a difference right. are, are just need a place to lean on and, and guidance to know how I can make a difference or how I can help. So mm-hmm. it's almost like we're a big, we're, we're a community of people who want to make a difference. So let's talk about it. Let's, um, you know, if we just need to be the backboard of an idea to, to help uh, pursue it and, and you need to, to reach out, just, you know, send us an email 
to, to the to info at colouryourlifecrayons.com and we'd love to hear about it and, and see how we could maybe take you on and, and make a difference in a, a area you want to. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, okay, we're talking, this is this is lovely that we're now talking about the fact that you're uh, you're aware that it, you're a new family. You're, you've got a new program going on. You're learning about that for yourselves. You're feeling the edges of that, but you do know that there are people out there who might want to understand more about what you're doing to help inspire others to be able to do something, even either similar or unique to their needs. What would you do if I asked who would you first reach out to? If you wanted to take that program you have and put it out there, where would you go? What would be the first thing you'd consider doing? <laughs> um, well, you know, it's funny and I'll, I'll tell you because only I, I hadn't actually thought of that, but I had somebody mention it to me previously with that whole, you know, when people hear first of us, when they say, wow, um, I, I have actually heard a couple of times that you should go on Dragon's Den and, you know, and things like that. Just it's it's funny. But exactly. Uh, we've actually been uh, I little did I know after not really being too familiar with that show or anything like that. We've been informed of um, of the one of the uh, people on there who judge you actually own the Boston Pizza Corporation and, and Boston Pizzas, uh, one of the. Uh, our one of our two or or one of our primary restaurants that we uh, that we receive crayons from. Right. So it was kind of that would that was my first thought was you know um, I forget the gentleman's name that's on that show but he I was told that so but truthfully anybody anyone who wants to make a difference don't hesitate to reach out to us because we're just we're no different than yourselves mm-hmm. we uh, we have big dreams and. And, and have, have big ideas that we want to implement. But, you know, there's a time and place for everything. And, and sometimes you just need to talk about it to find that right time and place. So uh, anyone, truthfully, Denise, to answer your question, anyone just like ourselves who want to make a difference, I'd be more than happy to talk to. Very good. Very good. So you're talking about people who care and uh, being able to connect with those people. So you can see that just asking the question, uh, you've already realized that there's some threads there that might may not come or, you know, you don't know where it's going to go exactly. But being kind and being considerate of the fact that you have uh, a way of working, you also have um, certain needs to maintain uh, a relationship to the recycling community uh, and, let's say, to the greenness of your business. Uh, so all that gets into consideration uh, as to the impact that you're making when you consider what service can be and what service can do. I'm just opening up this discussion with you about uh, people who care and the importance of holding that envelope in a way that um, takes care of you too, holds you in a way of service that uh, feeds you properly, cares for you properly. Have you ever uh, thought of uh, the needs that come with uh, the recycling community that you have? Like when you first started, did you consider what would be needed to put all this together? Uh, yeah, um, we took yeah we took quite a bit of time. Um, 
okay. quite a bit of time trying to de- determine exactly what it was um, that would be the right approach and 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 trying to reach out and make the th- what we like to call the threefold pro- uh, process and and that's getting a little bit more into um, you know supporting the mental health area uh, from every every pack of crayons actually you get a portion you know a portion goes towards mental health a portion goes towards uh, you know we want to implement new recycling programs and do the research into that area so so really at the end of the day we've thoroughly thought out an approach to it so that we can almost like if you walk and you go for a hug when you open your arms up we wanted to figure out how we could make the biggest reach from from you know opening our arms mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's that's a that's a big 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 vision and so then it comes back down to um being inspired to do that being um educated enough or, or you know having enough uh, awareness of how to do that and how to hold the grounding for all that because if your arms are that big then it's going to grow mm-hmm. and how to keep your arms you know connected to others who will help you keep your arms open and being able to share that community uh, growth uh, so that the vision is beautiful it's a lovely lovely vision to have uh, and it takes a lot of compassion as you mentioned, Alyssa, it would take a, a tremendous amount of, of respect and humanity to be able to to let that grow uh, safely yeah. so that we'd be, you know, we're all cared for in that. Um, I'd like to finish. We, we, we have a little bit of time left, of course. We've got, you know, maybe another, uh, another 10 minutes. But I'd like to open up this last half or this last section of our discussion and talk a little bit about um, uh, about compassion and um, and human life a little bit. It's a, it's a big, broad topic here, but that's, in essence, what I see and uh, what I feel good about what you're doing is you're talking about having to keep the heart open mm-hmm. and being able to relate to each other and um, making conscious choices with how you spend your time and uh, how you give. So you've talked about the future of Color Your Life a little bit with me and, uh, and the vision for it, and you're just telling that to me. Uh, would you be okay about sharing a little bit about how that has inspired your contact with community a little bit and uh, any uh, service work or like you talked about maybe even a, uh, a trail clean program that uh, that could be a benefit as it spawns new ideas. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, actually, and and you know that goes to say with the community involvement and the act of service, not only to our environment and the world we live in, but to our community, that it it kind of inspired us to to get thinking. Well, our next implement, like the next thing that we implement, doesn't necessarily have to be something that is broken down and recycled into something new and, you know, X, Y, Z, we, we figured, well, why don't we just get the community involved and see what kind of send the fishnet out there of who wants to be involved and volunteer their time just like us and, and who are just like us who want to make a difference in that in the world. So we have consider or we have already thought thoroughly through um, a trail clean program actually so in that trail clean program we'll be able to take people in the community on 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 and the people who are voluntarily wanting to make a difference just like we do and we'll be able to set up 
teams and and send out and clean up certain trails that are that are maybe just daily trails that people walk on whether it's you're walking your pet and there's garbage that they can eat or truthfully it's and there's all different aspects of ways to look at the benefits because it's even with the um, the the natural wildlife that it, that live out in these in these areas, especially where we are at, um, in in British Columbia of Canada, it's there's a lot of forest and, and there's a lot of trees and a lot of different areas that there's wildlife and garbage goes a great distance because it doesn't decompose right away. It, it right. takes time for it to break down, right? So yeah. if we can implement uh, a program that's going to kind of absorb that and 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 reach out to see who might want to share some ideas and, and spread the word. Uh, we're excited to, to look into that introduction to the next step. Of mm-hmm. So this program was inspired by watching or seeing that the trails weren't, uh, weren't clean, that there was garbage. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, actually we, we totally, we would take our family and we'd go out. We like to do things outdoorsy uh, quite a bit. Um, we feel like it's really uh, spiritual enriching and it kind of connects us back with the, the earth we live in. And it's, it's, it's awful to see some of the garbage in, in certain areas and in, in hiking natural areas that you can encounter. So right. that's where the, the ideas start up to, to try and, you know, clean that and obviously you know with the the time we've we've stretched ourselves thin for some time so this is where we get to the drawing board and say you know what we might need some extra hands or some extra help right right and so the idea of gathering those in the community who want to look at service and uh promote uh the, the you know the a clean a cleaner environment and a more consciously clean environment uh comes through this program so through what you're doing naturally, it's just a thought right now, is it? Yes, yes. We, uh, um, depending on how things go, uh, we could, um, and and again, we could be looking at uh, doing uh, one initial trail clean, uh, maybe possibly by the end of 2019. But that that is something that is in the talks about, and we just need to construct the full idea and send the fishnet out there and see what kind of help we have. That's lovely that you've been able to to even do that much. I think that if you start with an idea in the creative process and you have this brilliant idea, um, the stages of taking that into uh, that big an initiative where you have a community working together happens in stages. And this is something that I I feel very delicate, very passionate about because it's part of. Uh, part of helping others, it's part of caring, is holding the vision, holding the grounding, and promoting the way of relationship so that it can come into an actual event or an actual, um, you know, situation that would promote service. So I, I really, I'm excited about that you're, you're talking about the fact that you take ideas and you gently and systematically and slowly let them grow and come into the physical world to help others that's a really big part of um initiatives but it's really a big part of recycling it's like taking something and bringing it into something new uh is part of a thought too it's not just part of uh, the physical world it's part of the 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 subtler parts of our world so i i want you to uh, we only have maybe you know a few minutes left. Uh, is there anything that you would like to tell us, or a story, a good story that comes up? Anything that you'd like to say? We've got about a minute about uh, color your world, color your life, recycling, and um, your work together. 
Well, you know, I think truthfully, as a small family and growing as a business, I think we've learned more about each other than we could ever imagine. And it's uh, it's been a good up and coming, and it's been it's been good to greatly work towards something hard together as a family. And grow in that aspect and just work together. And sometimes we butt heads, but then we're we're learning how to work as a team. As business yeah. owners. We look at the end result of what's better for the end result and, and everyone rather than just each indiv- one of our own opinions, right? So that's the end of how we kind of make our, our full decision on things. And and to truthfully just say that, you know, we're, we're really honored to be able to even take part in, in, in talking with you, um, you know, with Four Blossoms Radio. Thank um, you. Five Blossoms Radio. <laughs> we found a blossom there. <laughs> <laughs> and and truthfully, there's there's nothing that makes us happier than just talking about what we want to do and, and, and moving forward and the, the reactions that we get in, in the process of that. So to finish off one more time, please, if you can tell our listeners how they can connect with uh, Color Your Life Recycling and, um, you know, give them your uh, a moment. Okay, so you can, the easiest way is visiting our website, www.colouryourlifecrayons.com. Um, we have a Facebook page, Color Your Life. Uh, we have an Instagram, it's Color Your Life Crayons. Um, we do have a Twitter, we're not as active on it, but everything is linked at the bottom of our website. You can reach us there. You Thanks. can contact us through our website. There's a contact form, which goes right to our email. And, and truthfully... If you've got Facebook, a lot of people are on it nowadays. Um, if you do have Facebook, even just visiting our Facebook page, it'll it'll direct you to a lot of different things. Yeah, and, like our page yeah. to keep up to date with what we have going on. Well, thank you very much. And thanking our listeners today, this is Denise Richard of 5BlossomGatherings.com, wishing you a very good day. joining us this week for five blossom radio with denise richard please tune into our next program we're live every wednesday at 3 p.m eastern time and noon pacific time on the voice america empowerment channel until we speak again may you have a harmonious week